Howdy. Hello. Howdy. Yeah. That's how you started. He said I was serious, so I got serious. Howdy. 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 Hello. Um, <laughs> how's it going? Uh, great. How are you um, doing? Good. Are you ready to talk about burbs? Oh, are we going to watch burb. the burbs? <laughs> oh, I love the burbs. A Tom <laughs> Hanks joint. Uh, it's <laughs> honestly <laughs> undervalued. Undervalued Tom Hanks film. I agree. It's so good. Yeah, we should talk about the burbs. <laughs> no. My favorite. I own that one. It's so good. Oh. No, we're talking about one big black burb. Tony Todd? <laughs> sweet, he's a sweet Todd. <laughs> I said Tony Todd. Oh, Tony Todd. <laughs> Tony Todd is in this movie. He's uh, the main bad guy. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, the Candyman himself. That's right. ah. Or Death, if you watch Final Destination, which was yep. a wild little plot twist that they... Oh my god, the kids at work started showing Final Destination clips to each other the other day, and I was like, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> One of them had laser eye surgery, and she was. Oh, like, and she was like, "What about?" She was like, "This is what could have happened to you, bud." And then he, <laughs> we like, so he walked to the room first, and he's like, "Good God!" Uh-huh. And then I walked into the room like thirty seconds later, and I'm like, "Good God!" And they were like, "That was weird." Like, uh, you both just had the same reaction. I'm final like, destination. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, this is the like the <laughs> creepiest part of this whole thing." I don't think there's anybody my age or within. Mm-hmm. within like five years or so of my age that will ever drive behind a logging truck. Same. It's, it's scarred us <laughs> as, a, as a civilization as a whole. Look, as like a fetus compared to, you know, the old people around me. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, okay, God. <laughs> Literally yesterday I was at a bridal shower and this girl that was there was like 37 and she would not stop talking about how she was 37 uh-huh. and everyone else was a lot younger than her and then like we took a selfie and like I was gonna post on Instagram and I was like oh like what's your like handle or whatever and then she's like are you Jameis ninety four and then I was like yeah and she's like as in like born in nineteen ninety four and I was like <laughs> yes like is this a quiz uh, and then she was just like oh my god you're such a baby and then I was like I'm literally a year and a half younger than the next youngest person here mm. and then she was just like oh my and then all day it was just her personality trait to be like you're just like such a fetus she's like you're just insecure like, it. It was wild. And she was like, are you sure you're like old enough to even be drinking that champagne? And I was like, oh my God, I gotta go. <laughs> like, girl, bye. I'm committing to this bit for the rest of the day. It's her personality now. <laughs> yeah. And she was just like, are you sure you're not Gen Z? And I was like, I, who fucking cares? When does Gen Z start? Um, like two years younger than me. <laughs> oh. Um, but like all the like people that like I manage are all 21. Uh-huh. So I pick up their fucking slang. So like, I was just like, oh yeah, like slay. <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> yeah. And then she was just like, are you sure you're not a Gen Z? Or are you really just like are immersed in their slang? I'm like, yes, I'm around 22 year olds all fucking day. Of oh, course I'm going to pick God, up their isms. Like <laughs> it, you know, I love my kids, sounds but, like uh, <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> yeah. Well. A couple of them actually might've started listening to this. So like, Hey, Hey y'all, if you're listening Fuck to this. Fuck off. No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm Two kinds of people. Fly. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, I love them, and that's all that matters. Yeah, I have no opinion. <laughs> just, they're gonna be tomorrow's doctors. I'm just so. playing a part. You mean nothing to? You mean nothing to? Jackson. Oh, you mean the other worst kind of person? <laughs> Pre meds. <laughs> just doctors. Oh. <laughs> we won't unpack that again. Fuck doctors. Oh no, you have a like a phobia of going to the doctors. Not really. It's just in my experience, like nurses do all the work, and doctors like walk in the room, go like, "This guy's probably gonna die," and then fuck off. Oh, so. <laughs> copy that. <laughs> um, thoroughly depends on the practice and wig whereabouts you are. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, in my line of work, very hands-on. But uh, Get your hands off me. <laughs> <laughs> they have to give you an allergy shot. <laughs> I don't yeah. have any allergies. That must be nice. 
<laughs> they did. Well, you know those like the skin tests that they do for allergies, where you like you like get all like the welts if you're allergic to the things. Yeah. Um. So you have to like not take antihistamines for five days before, otherwise it like you know dampens the result of the test if you are allergic. Uh huh. So the first time, and like they test dummy like on me, like to show like that they know what they're doing. Um. So I've had like a bajillion of them, mm-hmm. and um, one time I decided to not take the antihistamines for five days because I take a lot of Zyrtec every day because I have a lot of allergies. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? Let me just like not take them for the you know the better part of a week and see what happens. My entire arm was just one hive. They're like, I don't even know how to measure this. I was like, yeah, that's... Weird. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I was like, yeah, um, it, it's a positive. <laughs> that much right now. <laughs> Real positive. <laughs> yeah, that was a really great time for me. Sounds great. Yeah. And then you, you had one, didn't you? I did. Found out you were allergic to a lot of shit. You don't know you were allergic to shit. Yeah. Just nature's always trying to kill me. MSG. Yeah. (laughs) We don't test for that. Just nature. Nature's out there to kill me. Bummer. Yeah. It's real rough. Same. (laughs) Um, But anywho, uh, we are talking about The Crow. Yeah. Not about allergies. 1994, Alex Proyas. Yeah. This movie, I think, um, yeah, I was still not quite born when this movie came out. Came out in like March of 94? May, but so close. Okay. Culture shift as well, I would say. This definitely brought on, I would feel like, a lot of the grunge culture. Oh my God. The way this movie looks... (laughs) is sublime i wish every movie looked like this it uh it, the wrestler sting forever changed his appearance after this film <laughs> that's true he actually adopted the crow he uh he switched to the white face paint. yeah he used to have the green mm. like the green and black yeah he had hella colorful face paint and then they're like your character kind of sucks um you need to change it and he, he, like he literally crow. went and saw the crow yeah and the beginning of his entrance music turned into the crow sick like the crow cough yeah and then his music kicks in yeah this movie was a big old hit yep the sort of uh, morbid curiosity of knowing that brandon lee died making it i'm sure and then the way that relates to like the subject matter i think was like yeah. a huge... itself, yeah. and then we would see that cycle repeat again with heath ledger years yeah. later uh, shit. Do we want to unpack the Brandon Lee thing like at the top, or like do we want to save that for later? Let's do it at the end. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. This is this is your jam. So but yeah, so Brandon Lee did uh, very tragically die while shooting this movie, like on set while shooting a scene in this movie. That's insane. Yeah, like that's actually the wildest shit I've ever heard. Um, I mean, maybe not the wildest, considering like it does still happen. Yeah, well, and it does. Yeah, fucking Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I was gonna say like very very recently. Um. But no, it is like, and it's always been really like something I was very interested in mm-hmm. because like something about me, I was obsessed with this movie when I was like in high school. That like this was extremely my shit. That yeah. Um, and the, it's based, of course, on a comic book. That's yeah. uh, what we're doing right what? now. What? Uh, James O'Barr's The Crow, okay. which itself um, he wrote and drew, I guess I'll say, like did the art for because it's mostly watercolor. Okay. Um, like black and white watercolors, really beautiful looking. Oh, book. interesting. But the book, as much as this movie is like, you know, has bummer vibes so it's going like a book, on. Not a series. Yeah. Or, well, they or is a series they of would books? do more books after, mm-hmm. but the one that this is based on is like a self-contained. Uh, but Got James it. O'Barr, when he was like nineteen, um, was mm-hmm. engaged to this girl who died. Um, she was hit by a drunk driver. Oh shit. Um, and in his like processing grief, he created this story. Of the crow, and if you read that comic book, it is so fucking heavy. Like it, you can just feel that coming off of it. We'll see if I do. Because <laughs> it's, it's a lot less structured than this movie. It's, yeah. It feels more like a tone poem. Mm, okay. And there's gotcha. just like song lyrics in it, and oh, interesting. So it's just like kind that. of like a conglomeration of just like mixed media, kind of a little almost. bit. Um, but it's def- it's definitely a narrative, but it's just right. a looser narrative than the, the movie. Like really Hollywoodizes. Like I would say successfully. Yeah, I was like especially like having not known that. Like this yeah. definitely has like a very like. Distinct, like, yeah, it's very well structured. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of explosions. 
There's a lot of booms. But uh, um, no, I th- I love the movie. I love the comic, and I love this movie. I think it's really really strong and um, fun to watch. I love the way it looks. Yeah. Um, I see a lot of uh, of this movie when I watch the Batman. Oh uh, yeah, I was gonna say fair. Because and then for most of my adult life, uh, after watching this movie over and over again as a teenager, I was like, why don't we make a Batman movie that looks like this? Like this and Seven is really what Batman should look like. You got your wish. And then Matt Reeves was like, you're right. <laughs> Said bet. <laughs> yeah. There's that Gen Z sling again. Bet. Fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this was really really interesting. Um. Yeah, so the impetus for his whole, you know, becoming the crow yeah. is, like, same, same, but different, it sounds like. Um, instead of a, you know, drunk driving incident, it was, like, a rape and murder. Yeah, we're in a, a version of uh, Detroit Yeah. on Devil's Night, the day before Halloween, mm-hmm. which is a famous arson holiday. <laughs> Apparently. No, it's a real thing. I've never heard of that. <laughs> that you could have told me it was fake, I would have also believed it. Um, no, it's real. <laughs> The devil is fake. Devil's night is real. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Noted. Um, my Venn diagram leader. But so they are fighting tenant eviction in their apartment complex. It's owned by a slumlord named Top Dollar, but we won't find that out till later. <laughs> also, what a fucking excellent. Everybody's got great names. Tintin. Tintin, Tintin Fun Boy, T-Bird. Skank, T Bird. <laughs> Top Dollar. Uh, Top Dollar is played by the fantastic michael wincott who's got maybe one of the greatest voices in the history of film oh incredible yeah and beautiful long straight dark hair <laughs> yeah no like i don't know if that's a wig but holy shit i hope it's his real hair because and i hope that anyone received those genetics because mm. it's gorgeous hair yeah if truly. it's fake tell me tell me a lie and tell me that it's you know that it is real great wig work if it's if it's not real no 100 percent. because i feel like especially like even like mid 90s sometimes like wigs maybe look a little funk oh yeah um, even now, sometimes wigs, wigs be looking a little funk. Oh, yeah. It's always very apparent to me when somebody's wearing a wig. In a <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. I like Ben Affleck's uh, Bruce Wayne wig. It's always a classic. <laughs> you know, someone that like really prides themselves on like, picking out a wig, I didn't know that was a wig. Oh, you can tell because they give him that really pronounced widow's peak yeah. hairline. I don't think I have, like, literally as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because yeah. like, his is very straight. Like, he doesn't have that hairline. Yeah. No. Um, speaking of Ben Affleck. Um, uh-huh. He's currently just, like, in the middle of an absolute run of Dunkin' Donuts commercials right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen some. Like, he is just rolling with them. Good for him. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Get they your sh- money. Man. I feel like they should have been sponsoring him for a long time if they weren't, like, on the low. Yeah. But I'm glad that, like, they're all capitalized. I'm glad that meme now. is paying off for exactly. him. Exactly. It was the meme. A billion percent. <laughs> and from being from Boston. So that helps, too. That's exactly him. the only Perfect reason. Perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to be. Yeah. And, and you know, JLo's clearly down. Yeah. You know, so. she's like whatever, whatever brings it in, bud. That's right. She's like, as long as you're not bored and brooding <laughs> outside, just chain smoking on the fucking patio. Yeah, whatever keeps you <laughs> speaking off of, the bottle, Ben. <laughs> no, it's just the cold, cold brew bottle. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, chain smoking and all of that, uh-huh. this movie was a giant after-school special. What do you mean? They had Don't all sorts people. of like, yeah, oh. <laughs> um, like all sorts of like, say no to drugs, say no to smoking. Yeah, well, say <laughs> no to drugs. Yeah, well, he's got there's a '90s precocious kid in it. You have to teach her yeah, good exactly. lessons. Yeah, this fucking little, <laughs> like, she's like what, probably like 12, 13? Yeah, probably. Um, just doing like living her best life, sleeping on the fucking streets. Yeah. Um, because her mom's too busy getting her dicked mom's down getting by... dicked down by a methadone addict. <laughs> yeah. 
in the attic of a bar that she also works at. Yeah. Um, and she and the fact that they were just gonna like go at it like at the pool table or whatever it was. Yeah, pretty and... well. It's also only establishment. Uh, fun fact: There's also another wrestler now who has taken the the kid in this movie and uh-huh. made it what would happen if that one grew up and became like the crow junior type of thing oh you see that in uh the crow 2 city of angels you see the grown-up sarah does she basically ride around the skateboard and have the same face paint no she doesn't uh she helps the new crow understand what's going on gotcha and they have like a sort of romantic mm. situation interesting the- are you talking about rhea ripley no no it's um i forget his name but yeah he has like he rides around on a skateboard uh but he has the same face paint and then sting actually came over to this one so he partnered up with sting and he was like literally like a little oh. like duo thing but oh it's a guy yeah oh. it was a guy so huh. he just took I that i also thought it was gonna so be she, that's why i was like no no no, no, no. she grew so, up and things changed these things but no he uh has like the same face paint and he rides around the skateboard it seems like darby allen i think yep i was just trying um, to figure out who it was allen. but yeah <laughs> also this string of words i just had to throw into google <laughs> wrestler skateboarding sting <laughs> sting question mark yeah, <laughs> yeah. but it's Came uh <laughs> pretty fun. runs around he runs yeah. around sting and it's like it's like a little robin there is a uh there is a franchise question mark that uh, sprung up around this movie because this movie was such a big success. Okay. Um, so a few years later, The Crow 2 City of Angels came out, which is not a good movie. And then The Crow Salvation came oh, out, God, which is a, a worse one? movie. Ugh. First of all, I feel like no sequel of any kind should end with Salvation. Yeah. Well, and then they did Crow Turn Wicked Prayer. That Thank has you. That wasn't that great either. An mm. adult Edward Furlong in it, and it is even worse. They did four Still. of these? Yeah. Damn. Well, and they keep threatening to remake this one. So I've heard For the last, like, ten years, it's been going on. Yeah. When I was getting new Googling, guys. it was like, oh, like, it might might start production. It might not. It might yeah. not. And that was, like, from 2022. Yeah. So. I don't think they should do it. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. But like, this th- movie is so early 90s. Yeah. Oh, it's aggressively early, early In 90s. the best possible way. And then, like, the soundtrack is so good. Oh, it rocks. And it's cool because it's a lot of the bands that James O'Barr would be, like, heavily into when he was writing, the, like, Joy Division and The Cure. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a great Jesus and Mary Chain song in this movie. Um, yeah, no, and I, I'm surprised, like, oh, I mean, I guess, like, it probably would have only been up for MTV Awards considering the time it came out and yeah. it's whole jam. I've got a bunch of several movie award nominations mm-hmm. um but it did get best song yeah for stone temple pilots big empty oh god like the worst song on the soundtrack <laughs> was, was it made for the movie though because it would probably be like the whole well there's a lot of uh, this is maybe one of the first mm-hmm. like big soundtrack albums of the uh, 90s before it was like really big business it was like prince's batman album in 89 mm-hmm. and then like one or two other things but this was like a real and it really like zach was saying kicked off uh, grunge in a big way yeah, kind of introduced it to suburban kids and shit. No, that checks. Yeah, and skateboards. <laughs> I mean, the show's Ninja Turtles combo. before this. Oh, you're right. My bad. Yeah, Kyle fucking bunga. Ninja Turtles and Bart Simpson with oh, skate- for- skateboarding before this movie. And they're skateboarding circles around everybody, apparently. So, yeah. um, but yeah, so. Where were we? So yeah, he. Uh, so he gets killed. Yep. Uh, one year later, he is resurrected. He as wakes up dead. Yes. To he av- wakes up dead. <laughs> to avenge. <laughs> to avenge his lost love. Which is pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. But no, great. Definitely makes sense. Yeah, and um, just like the emotion of that is so simple and raw, mm-hmm. like really preys upon a, a hormonal teenager. It's like, yeah, love is eternal. <laughs> well, because like, did they say exactly how old he is, um, or is it implied that I think he's, he's like early twenties? I think he's got to be, yeah, Brandon Lee's age, probably like twenty nine. Yeah, that seems about right. He seems like a young guy in his yeah. life. Yeah, that makes sense. 
It's, it follows the same principles like John Wick. First, simple motivation can carry mm-hmm. an entire movie very, very well. Brandon Lee would have been 28, so yeah. yeah. Well, I w- yeah, I always say that what you want in plot is simplicity, and what mm-hmm. you want in story is complexity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, a nice, simple plot, easy to understand motivations. Yep. You're cheering along. The bad guys understand. want money and drugs. <laughs> the good guy wants to kill the bad guys. <laughs> In yeah. their own way, which is great. He yeah. killed the guy with knives. He did the other one with drugs. Mm-hmm. Blew the one guy up. Blew him up. Threw knives. a skank out a window. I was wondering which one was going to be like the worst, and I couldn't tell. I really like the blowing up one, though. Oh, I think, which death was the worst? I think the worst death is Top Dollars, where he uh, makes him feel 30 hours of pain all at once. That's true. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. That's true. Um, but this did make me think, um, Have you? are you familiar with the story of the staircase? Yes. Okay. So, you know... I'm really fascinated We're, what your connection is here. Yeah. Um, so the crow knocks motherfucker like down the like that pipe or that that chick or the skank. She picked her. He yeah. destroyed her eyes. Yeah, and then like shoved her into like to the hole down like all the stairs. Yeah. Oh. So I was thinking because you know they had the owl, owl theory yeah. for the staircase. I was like, wow, a bird really could push them under their demise. Yeah. So that was that was my whole impetus. Oh, argue, I see. I would argue that <laughs> I had a I had a thought process. For it was self defense. I would argue that the bird uh, oh, just absolutely. took out the eyes and the momentum yeah. took her down the. Well, the well bird... that's the whole thing in the staircase too. Is that <laughs> she was fighting off this owl allegedly. Yeah. yeah. And then the knocked her off her center of balance and that then she ate her down the stairs and fucking. That was died. a pretty good. Uh, that's a good moment. I was wondering how that was going to end. And it's that bit of uh, the crow like gets its power back. Yep. By eating her eyes, they do that whole thing about how eyes hold the eyeball Yeah. Well, because yeah, because she has like she plucks out the. She's kind of like a witch. A little bit. Something she understands the yeah. darkness of all of it. Yeah, by lane. Yeah. She fucked with the crow, man. She did. She fucked around and found out. Yeah. The fuck with the crow. Yeah. Crow's just vibing. I don't know why we wanted to fuck with him. <laughs> yeah, but I was like not ready for it to it's just nice like tell on her fucking face off. And then. I was. <laughs> You've seen this shit before. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> it was great. Again, don't fuck with the crow. He's just vibing. Yeah. Let Leave the just... bird alone. Um, what else? You know, Cameron Diaz was supposed to be in this movie. It was going to be her first Stop. movie. She was going to be Shelly in the flashbacks. Say, yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's wild. I guess the timing would have been about right. Cause yeah. She, been younger, she did the mask instead. Yeah. It was like her debut movie. It came out the same year. Wow. Good choice. It's a better doing? part. Is that what we're yeah. doing next? Is the mask? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I should look it up. I just work here. Is that a good segue? <laughs> um, I think either way you would have gone wrong. Either way, I guess, yeah, it is a bigger part. More face Yeah, she's so like got dialogue and... It's not like it's a. It's not a just a bummer. Yeah, and it's not like a hazy fever dream flashback either. It's actual. Yeah, actually, yeah, the mask is coming up. It's not next, but it is the one after. Okay. Yeah. So soonish. Soonish. Um, because I was it would have been around like the same like time. Yeah. Clearly, if it was, she was this or that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's always fun. Yeah. I love when an actor has like two choices, and each one would have been good. Yeah, I mean, I think she probably picked right with the mask. Absolutely. I don't know. Also, probably easier to shoot. I think a lot of the Shelley sequences in this are hard. They're harder to watch for me now as an adult than I was as like a teenager. Well, because like yeah, I'm yeah. Sure that... uh, trigger warning: sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Is. Um, and I d- I'm not a big fan of uh, the victimization of women to like just be motivation for a male protagonist. I think mm-hmm. that sucks. But you know, it was a time and a place and. Also, like, it was written by a man who was um, mourning the loss of a woman, so that was sort of, like, baked into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... But I feel like it could have <laughs> took a different direction, but sure. Sure, that's fine. I mean, yeah. and it was... I'm not mad about it, Yeah, but, like... You know, you have to, like, like, get to the level of the thing 
like the time it was made and mm. the context that it was made in. Like, mm. I certainly wouldn't want them to do it now. But... No. no, I think if they did it now, they would have to have a different, like, catalyst for, like, his yeah. motivation. At least he was killed, too. Yeah. It was like it happened to both <laughs> At least, them. yeah, but if it was true fairness, yeah. then he should have been raped as well. He should have <laughs> Actually, that would be the new way to do it. But I always think what's interesting about The Crow is, like, a mythology is you mm. can do, like, anything. Like, yeah. what's interesting about the second one is it's a father and a son. Oh, that who is get killed. Interesting. Yeah. It's just whatever. It's it's soul coming back to avenge yeah. a death that was or yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so I don't know if I was gonna do a new crow movie, I might just do a female crow. That would be fun. Okay. That should be the that would reboot. be cool. I think. Yeah, that but then everybody would be like, "Fucking crow went woke." Well, that... boycott this. Zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, well, those... <laughs> women can't wear makeup. <laughs> 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 they said that about Barbie, okay. and here we are. So. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to riddle you two questions based off that. One, female crow set right now, who do you want to do it? Okay. And then two, if it is a boy, who do you want to do it? So ca- cast uh, it in either direction. Female Go. crow. I don't... Oh, who um, who played Supergirl? Melissa Benoist? No, the new... Uh, the... Oh, the new Supergirl? I don't know. I forgot her name. Sasha Kali. Something like that? Yeah. I really like just her aesthetic and vibe. I think she's like... She has a very serious like presence mm-hmm. to her. Mm-hmm. I think she could easily carry that kind of. Um, yeah. You know who was uh, cast for a minute to do it was Jason Momoa. <laughs> to be the crow? Yeah. I could. No, silly. <laughs> okay, I'm actually going to circle back to last time where I was like, I feel like it can't be some gigantuan man. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's immediately like. like no, he's course... got to have that sort of like really lean. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, like part of the surprise vibe. that you're easy to kick little, in your ass. You know, birdie. Yeah. Like, yes, like, because that was my whole thing. I was like, oh, they're going to get, like, superpowers other than the, oh. like, invincibility thing or, like, regeneration, I yeah. guess, I guess is a better word. I guess yeah. it'd be Pete Davidson then. If they were going to do it. <laughs> yeah, give I me mean, Pete Davidson. Actually, you know what? It works. No, it doesn't. Stop he, that. He just stop it. No, get the stop fuck out of right here. Now. It's got to be an actor. Okay. <laughs> 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 word. I mean, they would just cast Margot Robbie, so whatever. <laughs> they can't, though. <laughs> I do like that idea though. Like if they reboot it, make I think it. I would be cool. It'd be. It's a different perspective too, and then we can kind of have a different yeah. view on what that is. Mm-hmm. And it could even just be the fact that maybe yeah, we fully flip it. And her like yeah. significant other was taken from her. A few years ago, I would have said Charlize Theron would be good. Mm-hmm. She would have been, been good. She's really intense. I say, like, why not now? She's too old. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I can't it's got to be like somebody in their twenties. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. If I'm like on the. I, I feel like I'm like off base here, but like. I feel like aesthetically, I feel like Joey King fits. I don't know who Joey King is. She was, did you ever watch? Uh, I'm gonna say probably not. When I've already <laughs> said this, um, Mommy Dead and Dearest. No. Um, it was. It's like a dramatization on the Gypsy Rose Blanchard thing. Okay. Um, that's like the Munchausen's by, by proxy kid. Oh, okay. Um, who was adult and then she like ended up like fucking killing her mom. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was sick as fuck. Um, <laughs> like long story short, the mom made up all these like fake illnesses for the kids so that they would get all this like Habitat for Humanity money, like Make a Wish money, smart, like all sorts of crazy <laughs> shit. Um, and then uh, the girl starts and she won't like let her. She won't let her like eat anything. Like uh, you know like. That's not fucking vegetables that are like boiled um, and steamed. Like it's a very like stringent diet. Like she's like allergic to a bunch of stuff. Um, like yeah. one time, like there's like a party next door, like that's outdoors, and like she sneaks out and like steals like a cupcake from these like this kid's birthday party, and the mom like loses her fucking mind mm. Um, mm. because she's not actually allergic to any of these things. Like she's and, but she's gonna be like found out. So like she rushes to the hospital, and they have to like pump her stomach and like all this stuff. Um, 
the girl ends up like at, when the mom like goes to work occasionally like will like bust out her mom's laptop and then like clear all the cookies and shit so she didn't see that she was on the computer oh. so she ends up like going on make, making a facebook profile and like finding this boy online and they start like like online dating and he convinces her to like kill her mom and so basically like everybody went to jail um she i think she's out now or like about to be out um because like you know as it came out of the woodwork her mom was exploiting her for money and things yeah and um you know was lying to her her entire life about all these fake illnesses and stuff so just crazy town i have an answer to your question okay about the female crow uh-huh. uh, did you guys watch scream five not yet like the one not the oh, newest wait. one the one before yeah Are you the one with jenna jack Quaid. no i'm not gonna say jenna ortega <laughs> but i'm gonna say the girl who is like the other killer her and jack Quaid. oh uh, yeah yes. be a good one into it i haven't watched the new york one yet though her name is mikey madison she would be good i think she would be a good pick yeah She's I'm the right it. sort of like age group and mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. I was like, jenna ortega's sort of jenna ortega right is overexposed right now yeah i need to see i haven't watched wednesday and at this point like i feel like i shouldn't uh we started watching wednesday it was just not my vibe yeah Yeah, i've been told either i will love it or i would hate it and i'm just like at this point i I just don't care yeah i mean i love the adams family i love those movies from the 90s but like nobody's ever gonna replace christina ricci in my heart fair um but yeah i i guess i'm probably i'm just never gonna watch it yeah um but no i fuck with that but i also i I would like to see like an ounce less jenna ortega right now yeah just too much she i don't know she's fine she's fine i i can't really think of anything like she's good in the screen movies i guess i can't think of anything oh she was an ex and she was really good in that movie but yeah she was also and i think this might have been how she got her start she was in um i was gonna say ugly betty that's not right that jane the virgin oh really she was she Mm -hmm. played young jane okay and all of the like flashback sequences oh okay um but the little baby yeah well no 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 no. (laughs) um like when jane was a child not jane's child oh okay yeah um, that was a fun show, but it, it went too long and ran past its course. Mm. Had to stop after like three seasons because it was. She just stopped after she lost her virginity. She never did. <laughs> She's a virgin. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> her and I both. Um. Anyways. Yeah, but is she just playing semantic games? Like, what are we dealing with here? Well, so. <laughs> like the, backdoor doesn't count. So the first episode of the show. Have you? Are you familiar with how the show? No. Okay. <laughs> she literally goes in for just like any sort of like OBGYN checkup. She pregnant. She like goes in for a pap smear and then they accidentally inseminate her because they get her stick in with the, with the, with the gal next to her. Holy shit. Yeah. And then, and she's a virgin and she's like in her like early mid twenties. Yeah. And she's just like a late bloomer, I guess. I guess. I don't know. She's real Carrie White. <laughs> yeah. And then like all of a sudden she like starts not feeling well and then like surprise, she's pregnant. And then she's like literally how? And then the OBGYN's office is like, I'm suing you for everything. And they don't even do that. It's fucking stupid. Wow. Really? I mean, at least enough to take care of... Like, you are financially responsible for this baby. That part. Yeah. Any of it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and then it just gets, it gets weird after the Does she have, season. like, a partner who's like, uh, just tell me the fucking truth. The story's insane. Well, kind of. So, yeah. She, <laughs> so, it's Gina Rodriguez who is... Like, plays her. Uh-huh. Um, and then I forget who, the like, the boyfriend is, but it's, like, some, like, dorky white dude. Uh-huh. Um, and he's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, be, be so for real right now. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And then she's like, no, like, scouts on her. Like, <laughs> shit's tight. <laughs> and, and he's um, like, I wouldn't know. Right. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. So, like, they're, like, kind of, like, on thin ice, but, like, kind of broke up, kind of didn't. Yeah. Is she, he also a virgin? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's a great A-whore. <laughs> Huh. No, I'm just kidding. He's not that bad. I was going to say the one. Um, but like, he's definitely like, feels the kind of way. And he thinks that he's like, she's high key full of shit, which yeah, like, is understandable. Is. 
<laughs> I don't believe it. Um, and she like works as like a some sort of like staff at a hotel. Like I forget, she's like a housekeeper or like mm-hmm. does like food service or whatever. Sure. But then there's like a guest at the hotel, and then like they end up kind of like flirtatious, and then his wife gets like all bent, and then there's a divorce, and then she like starts dating the other dude. It's oh insane. wow. Yeah. Jane. Yeah, and I it, like I'm pretty sure like the sperm was like that other dude's sperm. Fuck off. Yeah. Again, it's been a while since I watched it, <laughs> so I, I might have my wires crossed a bit. And like then the like the ex-wife has like an evil twin that tries to yeah, it's a whole thing. Sounds bad. It is. That's why I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> the first season was fun and like light and whatever, uh-huh. and then it just pfft, immediately yeah. afterwards, I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> like I'm all for like shitty TV, but I can't do this. Uh, so the crow. <laughs> yeah, an actual real thing with birds. Yeah. Or bird. A real thing. A real thing a real with thing. bird. Not the, you know, fake virgin story. Um, what do you got? What do you, What are your summary, some of your takeaways from this? What do you think about Brandon Lee? Um, I really enjoy him. I think he rocks. Um, yeah. I think that, like, he really kind of, like, nails all the things that he's supposed to nail in this. Uh-huh. Like, you can tell that he, like, I believe that he gave a shit. Oh, yeah. In the, um... <laughs> Uh, as I said, I was obsessed with this movie as a teenager, so yeah. I've seen like all the behind the scenes shit and like commentaries and all that stuff. Um, but they talk about like Brandon Lee showing up to the set, like wanting to rewrite parts of the script and like oh, clutching the comic books to his chest and talking about like we have to put this in it, like this is really important. So was he like a fan of it before he got cast, or like how did that like happen? I don't, do you know? I don't know if he read it uh, when before they were developing it and then he got interested, or if he came to them with like a knowledge of it but he at some point preparing for the role like he read and got really invested in the comic books and was like friends with james obar yeah uh, james obar is in the movie you see him he's like a looter in the background Amazing. <laughs> oh, funny. after the pawn shop blows up get away from there <laughs> I'm not taking that. um but yeah i'm i'm scrolling through like the kind of like pre-production mm-hmm. apparently it was like allegedly gonna be a musical for five minutes yeah with michael jackson is yeah incredible. yeah um, let's see here. Yeah, there's kind of a long tail on the production of this movie. There was a lot of different iterations. Yeah, what a, like, whole group of people that, like, I guess were considered for the part of Eric. Mm-hmm. River Phoenix, Christian Slater, Johnny Depp, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, the guys that were all, like, kind of hot at the time, and John Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> Living on a prayer. <laughs> I mean, clearly, because he did not get it. <laughs> he would make his um, feature film debut after this with Vampires Lost More Toes, <laughs> the sequel to John Carpenter's Vampires. Christ on a bike. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know he acted, so it's, yeah, that's I could, all I have to say about that. I mean, I don't know that he does, but he was in a movie. Um, he, he didn't know he acted either. But, like, I could see Johnny Depp in this part, like, yeah. doing good enough. You know what I, think I mean? Christian Slater is saying, like, fine. Yeah, Christian Slater is hard for me to take seriously. He always I, just sounds like he's doing a Jack Nicholson impression. Yeah, and I, say, I think Johnny <laughs> Depp, like, would have just, like, been just himself. He would have been just Edward been his, Scissorhands. Yeah, yeah like, would have been his vibe. Cool. And that was, like, what, like, right before this? So that would Yeah, been, that was 92. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I feel like that would have, like, worked and been that kind of same, like, vibe that yeah. he was, like, having in, like, that, like, early mid-90s. Yeah, he could have done it. Um, I don't think anybody would have been quite as good as Brandon Lee in it. He no. brings something like very like he's really manic in some scenes and mm-hmm. like I was like yeah he's like a little nuts and that's why I say like he's believable that like he's like you know like clearly distraught yeah um and like I again I, I'm buying what he's selling yeah I do uh, like how he fucks with them yeah it's mm-hmm. uh, I really enjoyed that because it's rare that you see like the protagonist of the film actually be the one fucking with people yeah. like that yeah he like he's definitely unhinged yeah when they they capture sort of like he's exi- like he's just a little removed from everybody else like he's not an alive person he's yeah. just like. Well, because, like, they make the comment, like, the cop guy and Sarah, I think, make, like, oh, you can see him, too? Yeah. 
Um, so like that's why I was like, oh wait, like can not everyone not like? No, he's like a, they're they're a little unclear about what his abilities are because sometimes he does Thank just you. seem to like appear. Yeah, because I was gonna ask if there was clarification because I was like maybe I missed it. Yeah. Like, well, um, I know they they were kind of deciding those things like on the fly past the um the edit like in the editing of the movie when he was already dead. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, because they had to finish shooting this movie Without like with him, a right. lot of stunt doubles and like there's some very early CGI face replacement in mm-hmm. some scenes in this movie. Um, but just for like what the crow does, like what right. is does he turn into a crow sometimes? No, I was like, is he gonna like <laughs> fucking sprout wings? Like what's happening here? There is a um, I think a deleted shot where you mm-hmm. see like a silhouette of like the crow kind of like morphing into, but they took that out of it. Um the, That's probably for the better. The big thing that they excised from this was there was like a whole sub narrative about like what his mission is and like what happens if he like deviates from it. Right, because like basically he becomes like un undead. Yeah, so there's a there's like a whole character called the Skull Cowboy, played by Michael Berryman, the yeah. cre- the freaky bald dude from The Hills Have Eyes. Got it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> who um is based on like in a panel in the comic book, you see this weird vision of a skeletal cowboy figure. So they just extrapolated that. Um, I think it's me. My next tattoo is a ghost. <laughs> but he like shows up as a guide sometimes to like explain things to him, and then tells him if he tries to do other things or like reinsert himself into his life, then he's going to become mortal and vulnerable. See, I'm upset. I, I would have liked to have seen that. <laughs> yeah. So they they excised all that, but like in the scene where he kills Fun Boy and then he like pumps the morphine out of um the mom's veins, which also wild. Yeah, it's a cool sequence. Um. Yeah. But Fumboy, like, they cut out a whole sequence where he kind of comes to and grabs that razor blade and attacks him. And that's why after that scene, he's got the electrical mm. tape, like, on his wrists and okay. stuff. Because he's, like, they wouldn't heal because mm-hmm. he was doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. Right. Uh, and then gotcha. that's also supposed to be at the end, like, why he's mortal when he's trying to save Sarah. Got it. And they took that stuff all out and just simplified it to, like, oh, they hurt the bird. And the bird is... <laughs> The bird that, that like, and it works no like sense. it makes sense to me sure yeah. i was but, gonna say like that was like a weird reach but like i, I yeah it sure close i like the mysteriousness of it I, yeah. I like that it's not just like this is what he does and this is how he does it i like that it's kind of like yeah he you're having to figure it out and he's having to figure yeah. it out and yeah. i think that adds like a lot of cool mystique to it he just knows mm-hmm. shit oh, i can't die yeah. and i'm just gonna go after these people because the crows he's like following the crow like, yeah he's following where, the crow the crow showing him what's what shows him he, his boots and then his he uh, sees those visions when he like touches things mm-hmm. and sort of like clues him in i did I like that when he first comes out of the grave like he doesn't know anything like, no know what's going on and that was cool because yeah. it was very much because if it's just like here's it painted out for you it's like all right well cool here we go but like it's that mystery was really really fun we also have my favorite ghostbuster ernie hudson as a uh, <laughs> officer albrecht who's in, his commissioner gordon <laughs> um i Truth. i still take issue with him referring to the little girl as the like hot he's a genuine hot dogger it just means she likes hot dogs yeah Jamie. she's a passionate not, every, hot not everything has to be a thing <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it. Just like Joey Chestnut. I'm just saying right Genuine now. Genuine hot dogger. <laughs> My favorite uh, thing about this movie is how immediately he's just like, okay, this guy is back from the dead. I will help him. <laughs> yeah, he was ready. Like, he was a down-ass motherfucker. He yeah, has well, a cop hat on. He had his thinking cap on. He's like, this is what is happening. It's pretty clear. Well, yeah. I, too, walk around my house in my underwear and my work hat. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't wear a hat to work. So. <laughs> Makes it extra confusing. Yeah. Just this is my work hat. You're like, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I see you every day. <laughs> yeah, we go to work together. You wear none hats. <laughs> uh, fuck. But yeah, no, he was just a down ass bitch. And so was Sarah, frankly. Yeah. Well, uh, she's a kid. She, yeah. And she missed Eric. 
Yeah, a yeah, kid a who's cat. like desperate. Yeah, Gabriel the cat. I wanted to know Gabriel's backstory. How did he survive? It's been a year. Yeah, who was Has he been him? in there the entire time? Mice and stuff. I guess so. Yeah, he's just. Um, or was he's... there like just like a neighborhood person that was just putting food out on their porch Maybe. and letting him? There's and then a, does Gabriel live with Sarah? There's a whole thing. I think he does at the end. I hope so. There's a whole thing in the comic book with uh, cats that are like that are always following him around. That's great. Um, I love that. So there's like some vague, you know. Um, mythology about cats being the gatekeepers of the underworld more mm-hmm. like having some sort of connection with like revenants and stuff like that they can see things the Egyptians believe it yeah yeah I mean I kind of believe it I mean like you know that's why Fred and George like freak out at like 3 in the morning it's witching hour that's just kids it's true <laughs> just let me have it <laughs> the cats know more than we do it's fine just oh, yeah. it's cool yeah. Um, but yeah I like Gabriel Gabriel's cool yeah yeah he was, he was a pretty cat he was mm-hmm. a very pretty cat yeah um, but yeah, no, because at first, especially like uh, kind of circling back to like we don't really know like what like the crow's whole deal is. Yeah. Um, like at the beginning when he makes like that like show of like grabbing the like edge of the window with like the broken glass, I was like, that's yeah. gonna end poorly. <laughs> and then, <laughs> well, like then, then his hands heal. Heals, and it's also sort of a visual metaphor for mm-hmm. uh, like crucifixion. Mm-hmm. As always. Well, yeah, and then they do like that whole like montage thing of like him like skipping across the tops of buildings and like swinging and like doing shit. So that's when I was like, oh, like, are like wing, wings going to pop out of his back? Or like, what's happening? <laughs> um, uh, again, I was like ready for it. Yeah, but, like, luckily it didn't not. Happen. Yeah, no. No, I'm, I'm glad it didn't. Yeah. But like, it, I was ready. Yeah. Like, I fully was expect, expecting it to happen. Um, but uh, what was I going to get at? I had a point. Oh, yeah. Um, I really appreciate that they, like, I think they did just the right amount of touching on Sarah's home life. <laughs> yeah. Um, you see enough to know that it's not good. Yeah. And then that, like, clearly like he's like almost some sort of like savior complex for her Mm -hmm. um to that point like and then like the mom like i do appreciate her like trying later yeah it's nice it's a nice little moment yeah um i actually did not think it was gonna like end well yeah i I thought the mom was like some like she was just like actually just gonna like lose her mind and like bounce (laughs) like i thought the kid was gonna continue to be shitty for like five more minutes and like the mom was like i'm just gonna go then (laughs) later days (laughs) um no it's nice it was nice he came back and he touched some wives and he fixed some things that he left Mm mm-hmm yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then he goes and uh, goes to the pawn shop to go pick up uh, Shelly's engagement ring. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking wreck shop there. Yeah. Quite literally. Um, but, I thought that man was gonna die. He should have. Piece of shit. John Polito. He's always playing a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have no. Well, he, I mean, he did die. Yeah. He's also the owner of the airfield and the Rocketeer. We should point out that we have like he a, owns an unofficial double feature. <laughs> he owns corrupted establishments. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I feel like that's just going to keep happening where, like, every other movie is going to have someone from the last one in it. Yeah, well, it's like, Almost. it's Almost. funny when you watch movies from, like, a certain time period and you see, like, these people that you never see at any other time. Right. Like, the mom, Darla, is mm-hmm. also in the beginning of True Romance, I the, the Christian Slater movie. You sh- you would probably like that movie. It's really good. What, what is it? It's got a Christian Slater, Patricia Arquette. It was written by Quentin Tarantino and directed by Tony Scott. Okay. And it's about a, uh, a guy who uh, is just sort of like a, a nobody works in like a comic book store. He just hangs out. Uh, and then he meets this girl at a movie theater on his birthday and they go have dinner or have pie after the movie. And then it turns out that she was like a call girl hired, hired by his boss. Oh, and then they sleep together and she confesses everything to him. And she's like, but now I don't know what to do because I'm in love with you. And he was like, I'm in love with you. And then they. That's how all great relationships. <laughs> and there's are. a whole uh, crazy adventure that go- spins out from there. It's a great movie. Copy that. I, I love true romance. Um, yeah, no, that's how most great relationships start. It's yeah. exactly that. Someone I think so. Gets, you know, hired hired sex and then just oh, just kidding. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, if you don't sleep together on the first date, it's not going to last. <laughs> weird flex, but okay. That's got to be there. <laughs> that love's got to be there. <laughs> that's a word for it. <laughs> um, uh, do we want to talk about Brandon Lee? Yeah. Do we get there okay. now, or do we want to like... We can talk about going. it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he had been in a few movies before this. Uh, He's Bruce Lee's son. We did not. Yeah, he is Bruce Lee's son. Yeah, I um, had to look that up. I feel like that's a known thing for people that aren't you. But yes, he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is Bruce Lee's son, uh, who also died tragically very young. Yeah, like, that's actually, like, really nuts that, like, that yeah. is a thing. And, like, well, also, like, not related i mean like, yeah they're related the deaths weren't related yeah not to be gross but there is like this belief that there's like the bloodline is cursed or something like that there's a if you've ever seen dragon the bruce lee story they touch on that a little I bit i have not <laughs> a little bit yeah and Sante. yeah uh not true just you know bad things happen unfortunately mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it goes <laughs> um but yeah so yeah um they are they were shooting the scene where he like comes in and discovers the guys in his house okay um the scene is different in the movie because mm-hmm. uh, they the guy like throws a knife at him but in the original scene he sh- gets shot like through the bag of groceries that he's carrying and there was like a blood gag and all that stuff mm-hmm. the gun they were using wasn't properly cleared and there was a casing lodged in the barrel so he got hit with this casing. So it was slower right. than a regular bullet. Nobody really knew what happened, mm-hmm. but he was bleeding internally. And because nobody realized what was going on, they didn't react fast enough. Oh, shit. And he bled out. That's, that's petrifying. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the like safety laws and regulations mm-hmm. that are in place on movie sets, especially around firearms, are there because of what happened with Brandon Lee. They're called Brandon Lee laws. Oh shit! Yeah, because yeah. I say it's giving actually very adjacently what happened in the Alec Baldwin thing yeah, several months ago. Exactly. Um, Just wild that that happened. Right. Which is why they're in trouble too. That's yeah, why they're in massive trouble because there are. So well, because like I, at first I don't think I I I mean it didn't come out I don't think for like another like week or so, but like they were like fucking around with it like the night before I guess like out in like the middle of like the. It, well, it was like prairie the, or whatever yeah. he it, the story is basically alec baldwin was had the, was handed the gun he was under the impression that it was cleared and it'd be fine and then yeah. it wasn't and like that's kind of well, what happened which yeah it's is, not his whole, fall no and no, it's it happened the whole people... time but i guess the night before some of the crew were just like fucking around with some of the props and like, yeah. were, like shooting blanks like in the middle of the fucking that was the shittiest thing too yeah. is when it got fucking they all tried to put on alec baldwin it's like dude he has, has to, to he him. has to live with that for the rest of his life because like sure he could have checked it but like he didn't it's not, it's not, that's it's also not his job yeah like you know, it's one of those things where it's like there was like three fail safes that like pre- could have prevented it before it even handed it like landed in his hands. Right, yeah. that's very sad. Um, just like this one, just like job. with Brandon, yeah. it's just like one simple overstep and yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. So the actor uh, Michael Massey, who fired the gun, he's fun boy. Obviously had to Not deal so with, fun boy. had to deal with that shit. Yeah, that was that's that's awful. That oh, what I a terrible thing to have to yeah. yeah. Like that's literally, nice. like I, the the amount of therapy you would need. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, shit. I mean, again, that's why gun, like most guns on sets aren't even live. They don't even fire blanks anymore. They just yeah, it's CGI, CGI muzzle flash. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, like, what's muzzle. what's the point of having any sort of yeah exactly real or prop gun that shoots things right at this point? Like, there's just the CG is so good now. Like, why? <laughs> it can be. I, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but also, also like, how bad. often are you like doing like a like a thing where it needs to be like that fucking intricate that close? Right. Exactly. Um. You know. For all, most intents and purposes, it doesn't need to be, like, that pretty. Yeah. 
Well, it's also just a matter of professionalism and people who know what they're doing. You know who's ever been shot on a set? Is anybody working on a fucking John Wick movie? <laughs> because everybody there is a goddamn pro. Yeah. But, that part. Yeah. Um, you know, we stand a legend, mm-hmm. Mr. Reeves. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. like fucking, uh, fucking insane. Again, like. I know it's really sad. And then, like I said, they were still in the middle of shooting the movie and they were going to. A, insane. They were going to just like not finish it. And it was Brand- mostly Brandon Lee's family and his fiance, who like the movie is dedicated to, who yeah. were like, "No, we should. You should do it." It's like he really cared about it. Like, yeah. do what you have to do to put it together. You have our blessing. Well, that's sweet. Yeah, that's probably why the movie itself is just so dark too. Cause it yeah, it has, has that like that. feeling to it, and like I don't know how much of that is real and how much of it is just us projecting because we know, mm-hmm. but it does. It's, it's that's kind of like there in the movie. I feel like it's very yeah. The whole thing just feels like mournful. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the story itself is mournful, and then you had the fact that like that actually happened too. It's just, but it works in a really weird way. Yeah, it works in the movie. Um, yeah, which is if that's what he they think he would have wanted, then and yeah. judging how much he cared about it, and like I think how he would have been really proud of it. Yeah, I think it really works. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing a quick research on Michael Massey, which first of all, his middle name is Gru, which is iconic. <laughs> <laughs> he's also in a seven he's the guy who like mm-hmm. runs the fucking sex club for, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's always in uh <laughs> shady places <laughs> absolutely yeah um but yeah like it looks like he took like a year off um he, he's never seen the movie yeah fair which i wouldn't either yeah can't Fuck blame that. um and then like yeah like he was interviewed like a a little over a decade later and he was like I just don't think you get over or anything like that because yeah. like no. he was like, saying that he has like nightmares and yeah. yeah I think he passed away not uh, too long ago right yeah 2016 from yeah. cancer yeah oh, that's sad he was in I think the first Amazing Spider-Man at the absolutely end. Oh, he's the guy in the hat who shows up at uh, the lizard's jail cell oh uh, like did you tell the boy about mm-hmm. his father <laughs> that's right <laughs> we're gonna set up things we're never going to touch upon again <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's in a lot of like random little things yeah um, it's like a New York actor. A lot of voice acting too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Huh. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I don't think I recognized him from any of those things. But like, yeah. Now that I'm like seeing it, I'm like, oh yeah, definitely 100. percent Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's fucking sad. Yeah. Very. Um. But yeah, no. I I think he absolutely nailed it, and I I think for whatever whatever it's worth, I couldn't tell what was faked with or you know imposed with like a body double or what have you oh yeah there's a few shots um anything you see where he's in like silhouette and they don't show his face or they show him from behind uh there's that shot where he's like at the beginning when he puts the makeup on Mm -hmm. every time you see his face in the mirror that's a cgi imposition on a body double what trip and then he's like walking towards the window that's um kind of a cgi imposition Mm -hmm. as well Hmm. yeah all right pretty ahead of its time too yeah yeah they've definitely because 94 so that would have been quite the feat to pull off. Yeah. Um, especially considering the budget, it was, yeah, it was super a low budget. Pretty low budget movie, like pretty yeah. close to it was Miramax at the height of their. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we hate the Weinstein's, but yeah, yeah, of course, made some good movies. <laughs> That's what sucks the most about that. <laughs> <laughs> is every time you see the damn name, you're like, "Fuck that guy!" But goddamn, this is a good yeah. movie. I think this was more of a Bob joint than Harvey, but Bob's a piece of shit too. So everybody sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Yeah, no, I think this movie, like, really nails, like, all of the marks it's, like, trying to. Yeah. Um, even with having to have some edits. <laughs> yeah, and it's very, like, of its time, which I appreciate. It really evokes 
a mood and a period and well yeah like everything like at that time like was like kind of like dark and like again like kind of grungy yeah. gritty like yeah, that it was, was the 90s it was extreme yeah it yeah. was the batman movie we didn't know we needed it, yeah. that part because it's very much it captures that whole like yeah. hopelessness it's always raining yeah God, hopelessness it's not always raining it's in a, it can't rain all the time there you go thank you it's in a close. nondescript city that's mm-hmm. eternally on fire yeah <laughs> Which, yeah, crazy. It. When it they were was... like, oh, yeah, like this is less bad than it was last year. And I was like, yeah. how bad was it last year? Yeah. <laughs> That's Gotham. Yeah. It's so good. It's ostensibly Detroit, but... Sure. Yeah. Which is fun. I don't really see many movies in Detroit. It's always New York or yeah. whatever. Yeah, but... you get a lot of Chicago, but not a lot of Detroit, I feel Detroit, like. Detroit, Robocop, The Girl. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And Mr. Nothing Mom takes was... place in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else was ever set there. Not like ever. this. It's always like New York and... So that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, really enjoyed. Um, good kickoff into spooky season since we're like almost there. Mm-hmm. I mean, depending on who you are, we're, we're there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, we're here. Yeah. I was it's a, our out too, so <laughs> I yeah. feel it. I'm going to have to like purchase this now too because this might go in the rotation of fun things to watch. Oh, yeah. It was really just like, I just loved all everything about it. Nothing to me like missed the mark. Yeah. Like I was worried how like the final battle's always like, that's where it can really fall apart, I feel like. Yeah. But they did a really good job at like, he was like, no, I'm just going to give you everything I've been feeling. Yeah, very Ghost Rider moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then push you off and then watch you get split in half by a gargoyle. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. That's like... great stuff. <laughs> yeah, was it was a good one. It, it's kind of like that bit in Midsummer when they like axe the person when they Ooh. are after the yeah. the cliff. Sorry, you haven't seen it. My bad. I know. I keep forgetting. Midsummer is great. Well, well let's, let's, do it in, let's do it this year for spooky season. Nice. Yeah, I watched it when I was on disability because I had nothing else to do than watch movies. I would like to watch that movie again. It's not in the theater. Oh, damn. Well, we can make a day of it. Yeah, and we'll have a viewing party. Yeah, right. deal. Midsummer <laughs> um, viewing party. <laughs> I'll make the flower crowns. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> you <laughs> must keep them on. <laughs> Whole time. <laughs> Non-negotiable. Are there bees? No. <laughs> sadly, There's sadly, no bees. Yeah. Uh, it's always something with nature. Fucking bears. <laughs> fucking bears, fucking bees. <laughs> Do you have anything else for uh, Um, Crow? No, if anybody hasn't seen it, especially, I guess, the Gen Z kids listening to this. (laughs) I haven't seen it. This is my first viewing. That's really wild to me. Yeah, so you had to watch me watch it for the first time? Yeah. Um, Yeah, You were upset that neither of us had seen it. It's wild. It is wild to me that you haven't seen it. I feel like it's like a perennial, especially Zach. No, I know. This would have been like a 90s VHS hallmark. You're right. If I would have seen it, it would have been my rotation like all the time. I will say, I don't think my parents would have let me watch this when I was a kid. I remember it coming out and me wanting to see it and being a little bit scared of it and my dad not letting me see it. i saw it on like hbo or something it's a lot of it's a lot of drugs there's just yeah a lot well of it sexes. feels very transgressive to oh, like yeah. a young if you're like 12 or 13 like you're like whoa this like, is like how bad is. life can be yeah like oh my god no, the dark side well i was just very talking about so. it with a coworker the other day because yeah. i was like yeah like my parents like get gate kept movies in a weird way yeah um because like they let me listen to whatever music i wanted like i you know a lot of like pop punk a lot of like you know early green day which was all you know fuck every every other word um that's right green day corrupting your mind 100 percent um that was just an example i cited because i remember my mom like kind of being like oh you bought an explicit song and it was the american idiot album and i was like because most of the stuff i was listening to i was actively like christian rock i don't want you listening to this it criticizes the bush administration <laughs> i think that actually, i think that she was masking that upsetness literally the entire album is just like fuck you to the entire everything that was happening so funny. yeah and of course i was too young to understand like that monologue yeah. <laughs> oh this is great i'm an american idiot <laughs> that part um but 
Yeah, no, with movies, like, she definitely was more like, oh, yeah, that's not happening. Or, like, we would even get, like, partway in the movie, and then she'd be like, gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I do think it's really interesting, and I, I think my parents were this way a little bit, too, but how uh, permissive violence is, but, like, sexuality, absolutely not. Yes. Oh, you know, that's like, a fun um, deep cut. That's deep interesting. Cut. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, also certain, like, moral things. You're like, that's why this country's fucked up, isn't it? No, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yes. you'll, let, see, people, you'll let me watch someone get fucking slaughtered. Yeah. Like, I could watch all the Saw movies that I wanted. <laughs> but there's, like, but <laughs> but there's I, sex. But I, the butterfly effect came on, and we were watching it, and then the first scene, like, where they're in the alley, like, kicking the dog in the fucking sheet, my mom's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> like, the butterfly effect. And I was God. like, I just wanted to watch Ashton Kutcher. Like, <laughs> I mean, she just saved you from watching the butterfly effects. You're not wrong. So that was probably, yeah, that was a win there. Um, that was a theater watch for me. Oh, no. <laughs> I remember seeing that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think that was like, <laughs> filed out under, like, I was slightly too young for that period. Um, <laughs> um, and I still have not gone back and watched it because... I it's fine. Yeah. You don't. Well, because like, it turned out it sucked. So I watched it. And I just was the yeah. same way. I was just like, this is just frustrating. <laughs> yeah. All like ten year old me wanted was Ashton Kutcher because that's all I gave a shit about the time. Because I would love punked. <laughs> <laughs> we were being punked. That's, that's what that movie that's was. Next. Spoilers for the end of the season. Probably my favorite movie that we're mm-hmm. watching during this is whole. Next. No, is this is oh, the crow? Got for it. Sure. Okay. Which is fair. Yeah. Um, when we rank everything at the end. Word. Crown number one with a bullet. So, what's next? We'll just be finding out what number two is. It's uh, when we come back, we'll be watching another 1994 joint. Speaking of Alec Baldwin, uh, The Shadow. Ooh. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I also like how like almost everything is like the and then noun. Yeah. <laughs> that was the 90s. Like 90% of these, yeah. 90%. <laughs> I was like, we call it the 90s. and it's, yeah. they, they lean into the. <laughs> they do lean into yeah, they the. Yeah, really did. The Shadow and then The Mask. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Um, well, anything else for now, or we're just going to come back next time with The Shadow? We'll come back next time with The Shadow, but uh, everybody check out The Crow, especially this spooky season. Yeah. It's a good watch. Yeah, I don't know if it's streamable anywhere. If it is, I'll link it in the show notes. Maybe on buy HBO. It. Yeah, probably most likely. It's, yeah. it's giving an HBO special for sure. <laughs> just buy it. Yeah. yeah. Spend a few bucks on it. it. Why not? Fuck buy it. the Blu-ray. Yeah. Stimulating economy. Why not? Yeah. Um, Physical media, everybody. They can just take your streamable content away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really fucking feel. <laughs> Do you have money in your mattress Don't too? Don't fall for it. <laughs> Jackson, take the tinfoil hat off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're living it's in, the, in the real world. They've done it. I know they have. I know. <laughs> Someone has a lot of digital media, and then I. Luckily, it's the subscription services, the ones that are just fucking. Yeah. Who do we watch? You know Who... what you can't watch right now? American Pickle, because they just took it off of HBO, and it was an HBO joint. <gasps> <laughs> I'm scandalized. Yeah, Actually, we, were, we were thumbing through HBO last night, because I, I think we we're looking for the Rocketeer, because uh, for some reason we Disney thought. Plus. Yep. Well, we ended up there but we started with HBO and then we're like it's like oh like leaving soon and we're like what the fuck to There's everything so on there so many good movies that are <laughs> leaving soon upsetting like literally everything on the leaving soon we were like damn should we like make a point to watch it all this week like, yeah. I think we own most of them but <laughs> I think we do too but That's yeah so it was wild. upsetting um, yeah I'm pretty well reinvested back into physical media it feels good <laughs> spectacular <laughs> um, we're, we're getting there I don't I feel like the one thing I won't buy is CDs uh, yeah why would you yeah. <laughs> well, because if but Spotify also, goes down, then yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> I also just don't feel strongly about music as I do about movies, so it's that's fair. I'll allow that. Yeah. So I made sure we had the disc drive PS5. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can get some 4K discs, man. Yeah. Exactly. That, <laughs> then we got the Xbox, which also has the disc drive, so I'm good twice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yours does, but go off. Uh, ours. That's ours. 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 Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Insert, you know, some hokey shit about like what's mine is yours or whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 
All right, Karl Marx. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking communes. There's another one for the Gen Z kids listening. <laughs> <laughs> that was once. Just kidding. Um, anyways, on that note, goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.